0: Hi, I'm Dina Farrell and this is the Prioritize Focus podcast. This is where you'll get encouragement whether you are a time management flunky, a serial goal-getter, or distracted by SOS, that's shiny object syndrome. This is for the entrepreneurial woman who may have forgotten what a valued, amazing lady she is. Val, that's you, This is your reminder that the world needs that God-given dream that you've been harboring in your heart, and it's time to make it a reality while living and dealing with your actual reality. If you're ready, let's get started. hello hello and welcome to today's episode today we are going to dig right into um how to bring a mostly dead dream back to life i know interesting title right so (laughs) how to bring a mostly dead dream back to life Mm, you're probably pretty intrigued right and Maybe not even wondering if you have a mostly dead dream, let alone how to bring it back to life. Most of us don't think of our dreams in terms of dead or alive, and certainly not in terms of being mostly dead. Ah, but there's a difference. Just ask Miracle Max, and if you're not familiar with who Miracle Max is, I'm not even sure we can be friends, but I'll let it go. But anyway he says there's a big difference between mostly dead and all dead mostly dead is slightly alive and yes that was a horrible rendition of miracle max from the princess bride but let's get back to that what he says mostly dead is slightly alive slightly alive we can work with that i hope that you are (laughs) as excited as i am thinking about that today your mostly dead dream can be brought back to life. You just need three things, okay? We have to assess what we're even working with. What are those three things? But before we get to those three things, do you even know what you're working with? Take a moment, right now to determine if your dream is alive dead or mostly dead maybe you're not quite sure about the state of your dream right now here are some clues dead you have a dead dream if you think that you know dreams are for kids and people out of touch with reality what was that commercial um with the rabbit, silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. You know, maybe you're thinking that dreams. Oh, Everybody talks about dreams. You know, that's, I'm an adult now. You don't dream anymore. If that's your mentality and that's what you think, your dreams probably did. Now, if you get emotional, just thinking about your dream and can sum it up in a single sentence, your dream is alive, And for those of us who are in the industry of, you know, self-development and, and personal coaching and just all around um, working on bettering ourselves and those around us, right? This is all about your why. You know, your why should make you cry. Kind of like that, but not really. We're, we're talking about the big overall arching dream. So if you can sit there and think about your dream to the point of you actually get emotional about it and you can just say it in in one succinct sentence, your dream is very much alive. Now, there's that in between, between dead and alive. There's that mostly dead, not quite alive. That would be, you can remember your dream, but you just can't quite articulate it. Like you think you have something, but you're not sure. And you're definitely not all that emotionally attached to it, at least not anymore. Now, no matter what state you find yourself in identifying your dream, dead, alive, or mostly dead, there's something very important that you should know. Dreams are powerful. They are God given and they're waiting on you to step into them. We all have one and it's been entrusted to us to be shared for the benefit of others. See, a lot of us get caught up in um, thinking that our dreams are selfish that um, and there's a difference between wishes and dreams. Dream is kind of like that nagging sense of you are meant for more and there's something that you are both talented and gifted in that lights you up. Talent is a skill that can be learned and improved. A gift is something that you're born with. It's innate. It it comes natural to you. And that's where that God-given dream comes from. It's something that you are gifted and you were born to do that comes natural. Like the thing that people comment, you know, oh my gosh, you're so good at, or I can't believe I would never be able to do that. And You're like, really? That's your, your giftedness. Now, talent is how you, um, hone that gift or become better at it. But a lot of us get distracted and we're working on talents building skills that have nothing to do with our giftedness see there's there's an assignment that has been divinely entrusted to you and there's um one that you decided that you're going to pursue And that's where a lot of us get mixed up. We take the decided path and often it's the one that we were um, told that we would be good at, that uh, we should do. And this is how things work in the real world. And then there's the divine one that you've been gifted. So the sooner that you can pick up those clues, what you've been gifted in and what God has designed you, um, and I talk about this. The If you're listening to the podcast, it's episode number one, or One Common Purpose, um, and I talk about it a lot. It's in the blogs as well, the same title, One Common Purpose, and we all have one common purpose, and that is to um, honor and bring glory to God but also point others to him through our lives and what we do. And that's where giftedness comes in, you know, in, again, in the industry, they're going to talk to you a lot about, um, you know, love what you do and you never work a day in your life. That is true. If you're working in your divine gifts and learning to improve those, Skills in talents and bring them together. We treat them as two separate things. You know, our talents, this is what I need to get better at. This is what I need to do, as opposed to this is what I was created and called to do. And that's why I believe that there's so much mix up and frustration and distraction in our lives because we're not we're not um, paying attention to the clues that have been left for us as our divine gifts. And instead we're focusing on getting better at the talents and the skills that someone else told us that we should be doing. I hope that makes sense. And it's a little bit off topic, but not really. So dreams are that powerful. They are God given and they're waiting on you to step into them. And we all have one. And it's been entrusted to us to be shared for the benefit of others. And that's how you, another, I guess, clue as to how you know, if it's a wish or a dream, a wish is about you. A wish is about this is what I want. You know, oh, I want that new car. I want that new purse. I want those new shoes. I want those things. As opposed to a dream is bigger than you and it benefits others. Because you've stepped into pursuing that dream, it's actually making other lives better. I hope that makes sense. So that little tangent aside, I am not here to guilt you into or about anything, but if you are feeling a twinge of something, it means that you should follow that feeling And ask the Holy Spirit to show you what it's all about. And yes, that is how this God-given dream thing works through the Holy Spirit. Um, Oh, there's so much more I could say about that. But I want you to get into um, picking up the clues of your dream if it's in that mostly dead phase. (laughs) And listen, for those with a dream full of life, woohoo! you know, I have to acknowledge the fact that you know what it takes to keep your dream alive. And maybe you recognize that uh, God-given divine gift in your dream that you've been entrusted with. It's like that seed that you've been given and you're like, oh yeah, I want to I want to water that. I want to nurture that. I want to see it grow. That's where the talents come in. So if that's you, keep going and growing in the direction of that God-given dream. And don't be shy about sharing it with those that you've been assigned You know, I have a lot to say about that too. You know, everybody is not your somebody and somebody is not your everybody, especially for those of us who are in business. Again, the industry is going to call it your niche, your avatar, your target audience. It is so much um, bigger and more valuable than that. If you accept and step into your giftedness and your God-given dreams, He's going to show you who you were assigned. It may be one person today. It may be a group of people tomorrow. It may be, you know, the word that came to mind, a flock of people a month from now. Just pay attention to where he's placing you and, you know, Your assignment is bigger than you, just like your dream, but he has assigned specific people for you to share your gift and talent with that over arches and encompasses the dream. For those of you listening on the podcast right now, um, my arms are kind of all over the place and my face is like right into the camera. I really am passionate about this and I want you to understand that you are absolutely meant for more if there's that feeling in there that is you know gosh you know there's something i know there's got to be more than this there is all right so back to our mostly dead dream you know maybe you're thinking dead dream Hmm, really i'm here to tell you nah girl it just needs some cpr That's where we're gonna get into those three things to bring a mostly dead dream back to life. And I'm gonna briefly break down each of those. And it will take these three things to revive a mostly dead dream back to life, okay? So the first one is, and by the way, when something is mostly dead or dying, um, what, what do we do? We give it CPR, right? This is the CPR for your dream. So C is for core values. Guessing your way to a goal is never effective or productive. How does one really know if they're headed in the right direction? Well, she gets really serious about knowing and protecting her core values. Defining your fundamental beliefs is the driving force behind your life. These core values are evidence in how you show up, what you pursue, and why. If you don't take the time to define your core values, you're going to continually be exhausted, out of breath, and never quite sure if you're headed in the direction you were created to go. Yeah, they're that important. As a matter of fact, it is the very first thing that I do with my clients, and it's part of step one in the Prioritize Focus Free Guide that you can get on my website when you go. It's the, um, it's I think it's called the Three Essentials Guide or the Prioritize Focus Free Guide. Um, it is literally step number one. Now in that guide, it's it's a um, uh, kind of like a snapshot, something to get you started. But it is so effective and so important. It is, oh, I could gush about this for days. And literally, if you don't take the time to identify your core values, what drives you, what's important to you, what's valuable to you, um, these are your decision makers. These are the best things to filter your decisions, your core values. Because you can ask yourself, well, does this align with that core value? Does this align with that core value? Um, There's so much more to that, get the guide. Okay, the second step. So the first, you know, breathing life back into our mostly dead dream, we're using CPR. C is for core values, P is for priorities. Similar in importance to your core values, your priorities are the smaller, yet very important support system to those core values. So it's important to understand that your core values are constant. These are like the foundational piece of what you're going to build. Your priorities change based on the direction that you're going. Think of your core values as the vehicle, right? And your priorities are the directions to get you to your destination. So you're in your car, your core values and your priorities are, you know, you're pulling up uh, Google Maps or MapQuest or whatever, saying, okay, what turn do I take next? What what order? They come in an order, all right. You can only go one place at a time, and priorities are like that. They're specific, intentional, and one at a time. So, so many of us mix up our core values and our priorities. You know, oh, that's so important to me. That's a priority. That's a priority. Everything can't be a priority or nothing is. This is the the distinction between a core value and a priority. Core values are constant. They drive everything about who you are and, and what you do and what you believe. The priorities support those core values. I hope that makes sense. All right, moving on. C is for core values. P is for priorities. R is for release. As Elsa would sing her little heart out, and I'm not going to, let it go. You too have got to let some things go. The biggest release on your agenda, guilt. Release the guilt. Self-imposed guilt is one of the most destructive things that you can do to kill your progress even though you may not consider releasing yourself from the guilt as an integral part of bringing your mostly dead dream back to life. Oh, girlfriend, it is. How many times have you been crushed by unmet expectations? Hand raised, all of us. Now, how many times were you the one who set those expectations. Now, there's a difference between healthy stretch goals and unrealistic expectations. Again, another distinction. And I feel like we're covering a lot of little distinctions here. You know, you've got your um, God-given giftedness and your learned talents and things that you improve skills. You've got core values versus your priorities. Now we have your healthy stretch goals, things that are going to push you out of your comfort zone, and unrealistic expectations. That's basically just setting you up for self sabotage. Now, if you need a little um, help with that, I do have a cheat sheet um, called The Three Steps to Prioritize Focus. And it's a good um, snapshot to see if you are basically setting yourself up with unrealistic expectations um and it's how to kind of set a goal um realistically just a snapshot though so bringing a mostly dead dream back to life requires some quick cpr as soon as you recognize that your dream is dying first you have to recognize that dream so that would be like first and foremost and just good grief, poke around the podcast or the YouTube channel or the blog, and I've got a lot to say about dreams and recognizing them. But today, we're assuming that you know what that dream is, but it's kind of literally had the air sucked out of it, and it's it's dying. So we're giving it some CPR, and by CPR, we're talking about your core values, Identifying, knowing what they are, protecting them, setting the right priorities that are going to support and protect them, and releasing yourself from the guilt of these unrealistic expectations. You've got to give yourself some grace, and um, you know, release the guilt of these expectations. But at the same time, you've got to get better at setting realistic goals, and expectations. Because at the end of the day, all things of significance take two things, belief and work. After all, what we believe is what we work on and what we build. So I would pose this question to you and myself. What are your beliefs helping you build? Think about what you believe, um, when it relates to building your dream or pursuing your dream. And immediately what comes to mind is Philippians four, eight, you know, think on these things, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is pure, you know, whatever is true, what are you believing? And the first thing, is it true? Is it true? a lot of times what we're believing isn't true what we're believing is a hypothetical scenario of well what if what if this happens so you take the time to literally painstakingly plan around a hypothetical scenario well ooh I'm not going to make this decision or do this because this could happen. What if you flip this? What if you flipped uh, what if to even if that's where truth comes in. That's where you have to go back and look at God's promises and what he has promised and say, okay, well, if I make this decision and if I do this, it may or may not work out, but even if it doesn't, what? even if it doesn't, you know what not to do for next time, that's an option. Um, if it doesn't work out, gut still loves you. If it doesn't work out, that's an obstacle that you now know how to either avoid, navigate differently or, you know, improve, um, there's so much fear and doubt and, ugh, it's just so uh, tiresome. And I do it to myself. I mean, I'm not just, you know, saying this to you, it's every bit as much for me because everything that I share with you is, From me, from experiences, good and bad, things that I've screwed up, things that I've um, allowed to, you know, wear me down, wear me out, exhaust me, all the way to the other extreme to stepping into who God says I am, who He created me to be. And to that end, I would challenge you that. You know what we believe is what we build on so get clear on your beliefs maybe it's time to sit down with the architect of all things and go over those blueprints after all his work is world-renowned priceless full of life and stunningly beautiful he made you didn't he listen I am working to keep my dream mostly alive right there with you. Thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to share it out, by all means, do that on your social media platforms if you'd like. We can stay connected at dinafarrell.com and where you can see the latest updates, blog posts, subscribe to my e newsletter, or Just kind of see what I'm up to. I'd love to connect with you outside of this podcast. Again, thanks for joining me. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and I will see you on the next episode.